That's right, it's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hopefully it might inspire Gene and I to do one <laughs> when we finished recording. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hey, James. I am doing good today. I have not done a weekly review, not even scratched the surface. How about you? Um, I am doing uh, pretty well today. Um and uh, I was away on vacation, uh, so I have not done anything close to a full weekly review. I have done a little checking in OmniFocus and checking off a few things. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, but a full review I have not done. Um, however, we might have more luck this week with our <laughs> weekly to-dos. So let's play that little intro the weekly to do yeah the weekly to do gene and james are working through the weekly to do so gene what was your weekly to do this week and did you do it my weekly to do was a a three time rollover. Um, the third time is apparently a charm. I had to call my insurance company about dental insurance, whether I should make a change. And I did it. I, But I only just did it literally like before we started the podcast. I, I remembered. I remembered what I said last time, which was that if I don't have it done, I'm going to have to postpone the podcast, which I didn't want to do. And I thought, well, I can pick up the phone. They'll probably just go, you know, it'll probably be hooked up to voicemail anyway. And really all I need is some information that they could email me. That shouldn't take more than five minutes. But of course, the fella answered <laughs> and we had to chat for a few minutes. And But I still managed to uh, get off the phone and get on the podcast with you in time, so... Just want to say, doing a podcast really does work as a, a uh, anti-procrastination strategy. As a forcing function. It's a forcing function. I mean, it doesn't force right away, maybe. But I, I was like, if I take this off weekly to do, this call, phone call you know, task off the weekly to do this week, I'm never doing it, and I might as well be resigned to never... Um, possibly getting much cheaper insurance than I really, you know, I'm paying for now. And that's an expensive five minutes. So it got me on the phone. And I will say one thing about making a phone call, you know, I, I mean, I know I'm not the only one who likes to procrastinate or maybe never pick up the phone, but, um, I, in my mind, I was like, oh, I have to make time to make that phone call. And then when I hadn't made time for it, and I only had like a, like six minutes, I thought, well, it might 
be easy enough in within six minutes to just leave a message, ask for what I want. And that counts as making the phone call. That's um, true. And, I, you know, it, I think it's just like an age-old lesson that we often forget is that breaking something down into a manageable bit, I think, even though I didn't write it down this way, I, I mean, I did write it down, call insurance company, which, you know, starts with a verb. That's one of, you know, the things you want on your on your task when you craft your tasks. But I should have thought it through a little further and said, call insurance company and ask them for information about alternative insurance options. And so instead, the task sat in my brain, like, solve your insurance problem, you know, mm -hmm. in a one phone call, which is very unlikely. So anyway, I, it's just another relearning of that lesson um, that we know so well, which is a big undifferentiated, you know, project hiding as a task, mask masquerading as a task is sure to you know, slow you down. Absolutely. Um, and what is your task now that that one is off the list? <laughs> I haven't thought about what my um, next task will be. Can I pass for now and let you Yes, talk? absolutely. Okay, thank you. And I believe my task was unpack. Yes, it was. Um, which is, I think, pretty much finished. Um, I think I have to bring some shirts to the dry cleaners, but that's, that's a separate task. They're not in the suitcase. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I took a, I was away. We recorded last, uh, last episode. I was in Hawaii at, uh, mm -hmm. Au Aulani, which is the Disney resort, um, on Oahu, which is just a beautiful place. Um, you know, it doesn't have uh, doesn't have rides and stuff. It's not a theme park. It's 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 a resort. But my gosh, it's just so beautifully designed. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of fun stuff to do. Um, so anyway, that's uh, where I came back from. And um, but my uh, my unpacking and return home was hindered by uh a, a an unfortunate uh uh spinner bag incident <laughs> oh, yeah so somehow um so i kind of was traveling a little heavier than usual so i had two bags to check kind of a, a duffel bag and then also um uh, uh kind of a full-size four-wheel spinner bag Mm -hmm. And then I had my computer bag um, for carry-on and then one ukulele because um, I wanted to bring it. I played it some there. I got some pictures with it there um, with the Hawaiian sunset. Um, so that's what I went with. And whenever I'm traveling with, you know, this spinner bag, it's kind of the platform for putting things on top of it as well as rolling mm -hmm. itself. So, you know, I just make my way through the airport and, um, and that was fine going coming back somewhere between the hotel and the airport. And I have no idea how it happened. 
one wheel gone. So it's just a little stub. Um, which, you know, now it doesn't balance right. It's, you know, you really have mm-hmm. to adjust to try to keep it from scr- like hitting the floor and then just spinning Ugh. out of control. Um, so, you know, it's not, it wasn't horrible. Like, you know, like worse things happen to people. It's not a terrible thing. Um, but, you know, it, it does make for a very, you know, so you, you have the bag, you have this, uh, a duffel bag on top of it, you have, a ukulele on top of that, and then your other, you kind of have the, I have the computer bag slung over my shoulder, I'm trying to make my way through the airport, and then it was complicated by one other thing, which was um, a ukulele purchase, which I I was not (laughs) intending when I left, Um, so I'm at Aulani, and they have... uh, like a complimentary ukulele lessons that they do. And, you know, it's really just, it's like a basic, like, you know, four chords sort of thing for beginners. Mm -hmm. But I had my own ukulele there. And I always just, just about any topic, I love seeing beginner classes on it um, because I almost always learn something new. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's basics that I'm already familiar with, but also I usually enjoy seeing how people present information that I already am familiar with. Yeah, I um, love that feeling. And it's uh, so um, so I went to this this ukulele class, um, and then they sell ukuleles at Olani, and a lot of them are you know kind of uh, starter kind of kala. But then they said, oh, but we also have this special edition that's been out for like a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few months. And it's a, it's a Kamaka, which is like a one of the top ukulele makers. A koa, you know, solid koa wood concert size, which is the size that I play. Special edition that they made for Aulani. Um, and it has uh, the fret dots or mother of pearl Mickey Mouse heads, mm-hmm. like the ears, silhouettes. Um, it's got the Olani uh, kind of emblem on the fretboard uh, as inlaid koa. Um, it's just a beautiful ukulele altogether. And so, you know, they hit my, they hit my ukulele player chord and my disney fan court and i just had to get it um but that puts me kind of walking through the airport now i have you know i already have two bags to check i'm not going to check the the instruments um i have my computer bag and so then i had brought a bag kind of like a a beach carry-all kind of thing to Mm -hmm. put stuff in so it occurred to me that if i stuck both ukuleles in that it's still small enough to be one carry-on um, and that I would be able to take it all on those and my computer bag on the plane. Um, so I'm going through the airport. I've got the roller bag and then a duffel bag on top of it. And then these kind of two not very well, you know, secured in a, in a, in a beach bag, hard shell ukulele cases on top of that Mm. one wheel is off so the whole thing is kind of a little rickety and you're going over you know like those those little bumps when you get to a Mm -hmm. curb cut and like everything like any little jostle can throw the whole thing out of whack 
And then the other arm is like, I've got the computer bag slung over the other arm. And it was just kind of like, there was a lot of uh, uh, torso torsion going on. So by the time I got to the gate, I was like, my back was a little, I was like, oh, geez. It was, but anyway, long and the short of it is I made it home. Everything, everything made it home safe and in one piece except for the luggage um with the missing wheel one piece missing um so one um i've been playing the the ukulele the new one uh since i got home off and on um and it's lovely and it's wonderful and i will post a picture of it with the uh on the site for the podcast um but the other thing is that that added a additional task to unpacking, which is um, the the bags that I got or had is uh, Briggs and Riley is the brand, and they have a lifetime, basically unconditional warranty. Mm-hmm. So if something goes awry with your luggage, they will fix it for free forever. So they say. Um, I haven't lived forever yet, so I <laughs> don't know if that's how accurate that is. Um, but the the deal is that um, you kind of pay for the shipping there, they fix it, and then they'll pay for the shipping back. So um, yesterday, in addition to unpacking, I'm sure that I've unpacked because my bag is now on its way to be fixed. Um, <laughs> so I got that boxed up and taken care of. So, um, so yes, that's the long and the short of my weekly to do was that it was more to do than simply unpacking. It was also Mm -hmm. unpacking, packing the suitcase and getting it off to the, the FedEx ground drop off location. So that all happened yesterday and a bunch of laundry. So I'm actually kind of proud, not proud. Yes. I'm so proud. Um, I'm satisfied with uh, with the progress I made, um, and also looking forward to getting my bag back with a with a working wheel. Because, um, yeah, that that bag and I have gone on a lot of adventures. Um, and uh, for next week, hmm, maybe I'm going to call my insurance company. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's just been a while since I've uh, kind of taking a look at my uh, homeowner's insurance. Mm -hmm. And I just want to kind of call and make sure, like with the retrofit, I think I get a discount on the earthquake insurance. And um, I think there's one other thing that I might, anyway, I I want, like I haven't adjusted any of the levels in terms of the amounts of insurance in a while. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of want to just make sure that's all, updated and kind of done. So I think that'll be my weekly to do for the coming week. That's, um, that is a good one. I mean, this is the time of year. And uh, actually, I was looking at my calendar for this month. And I I think we talked about it on the show last year. Maybe not because I was just so frustrated and mad. I might have just been like, Nope, can't talk about it. I'm too cranky. But uh, applying the annual applying for health insurance <laughs> extravaganza last year really knocked the wind out of my sails because um, it was 
you know, some like new configuration of which doctors are covered under which plans. And there was no like Venn diagram that had all the doctors that I had last year (laughs) in one plan that I could go to them all again this year. And I was really mad. So one thing I did, and that was probably like in mid-December, because of course the deadline's like mid-December, and I waited because I hate this so much. Um, So last year, it really did like, you know, it's hard enough with like December, end of the year, holidays, seasonal affective disorder, you know, potential with the weather to it's hard enough to stay like upbeat. And of course, last year was, you know, first COVID holiday season. So it wasn't a good year. Uh, But I, after I had like a whole week where I just was like, I can't do anything. I'm too cranky. Um, I said, next year, I'm putting it on my calendar (laughs) to start in November and have it done, you know, and just like know that and not put anything else on my schedule on the, I put, blocked off two days that are free except for apply for health insurance. So that's November 15th and 16th. And it would be great if I got that done then. I mean, I I don't see why not. It's, It's just what am I willing to settle for is the question, not whether I will get it, get, you know, anything because of course, um, we, you know, anyway, it's, it's everybody's least favorite topic and most like aggravating and maddening, um, in the United States, I should add. So, so next week is the week before I have that blocked off. And so by next week, um, for our, for my weekly to do, I'm just having sign in to the website and have a peek at the plans, see if something has to change. Maybe nothing has to change. I mean, maybe it's just as bad as it's going to be, but not worse. (laughs) That sounds uh, like a good first step. Yeah. Absolutely. So, So just sign in and see you know like they give you the option of like you want to just do what you're doing now and I'll, I'll just say well if I do what you know what's going to be the downside this year <laughs> so anyway uh, all right see I'm already like if I had like a mood ring on right now <laughs> it would be showing cranky and angry because just even thinking about it does it's a trigger um and uh so I'm going to treat it as a task, one task in a project that I already like blocked off time on my schedule to do. And, you know, in theory, I don't need two days to get it done. But last year, you know, I realized like if I have anything else on my schedule, that's what I'm going to look at. (laughs) No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. (laughs) So, So it's like, the opposite of a vacation, I suppose. Um, well, no, it's just blocking off time to get a, a thing done. And and I, so yeah, with that coming up, I think that's an obvious to do because if I wait until that day to start doing that, I'm going to be having a terrible weekend that weekend. <laughs> yes. 
I'll be like, oh, no, it's that Monday that I said last year. I thought, oh, yeah, no problem. I'll do that. I'll put it on my calendar now. Um, Now is almost here. (laughs) It is almost now. Um, Well, that sounds like a very good to-do. Okay. And we'll check in to see. And, again, just log on. And yeah. take a peek. Right, right. Um, Log on. That's what I'm saying. So doing. that's I think you can you can do that in six minutes before it, next <laughs> recording. So it's the perfect size task for a weekly to do. <laughs> that you know, well, anyway. So James, good for you. You know, I know that it was a lot of uh rigmarole with your your traveling did not go you know that the this the the what's the word for it? You know the technical. There were technical issues, vacation was, technical issues, like the flip flop, and yes. know, the suitcase. Well, but and I, both of I, them. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. But I hope that uh, otherwise it was a very good trip because it sure looked like one from the photos. It was an amazing trip, and it is kind of interesting that both the difficulties that arose had to do with uh like transportation right like <laughs> like literally where the rubber meets the road is where i had both of my issues <laughs> like literally the the floppy yeah. the yeah. floppy sole in the in the wheel um so there was it was a theme a theme problem um <laughs> and uh, so the other thing and again we've chatted mostly about weekly to-dos and and uh and vacation experiences uh this episode mm-hmm. um and it kind of brings up the little theme that i have is holy crap it's november what happened to the year <laughs> um i know did you yeah. like i it was suddenly it's november 1st and there's you know whatever 61 days left in the in the entire year and it seems like it just got started, and I don't know where the time went. Uh, we could listen to all of our back episodes and remind <clears throat> ourselves, but we only have sixty-one days left. <laughs> That's true. It's, well, yes, we do know. We do know where. Uh, where approximately uh, what fifty-two minus the eight weeks left. Uh, we know we're about 46, 44. I can't do math in my head. Um, 44 hours went, uh, you and me chatting, um, <laughs> both recording and then pre and post chat. Um, Plus but editing. yeah, don't forget editing and editing, Throws of course, in, like another hour every other week for one of us. That's true. Um, but it got me thinking that one thing I've started to do in the last couple of years is. Um, especially, I mean, sometimes folks do this as part of their kind of work for your yearly review or quarterly mm-hmm. review or what have you. Um, but if you're self-employed, if you're, you know, doing your own thing, um, and also because even those work things are only about work things, um, usually around this time of year, towards the end of the year, I do like to kind of try to go back and make my own little year in review of like, what mm-hmm. did I do this year? Um, mm-hmm. Because it does start to blur together. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, 
but you know, there's there's been kind of a lot of good stuff um, this year. Um, yeah, and uh, I guess I don't know. Do you ever do anything like that? I do not, but now I'm going to because you know what? I think it would be a cool episode for the like towards the end of the year. Like we often talk about what we're going to do in the new year, but I don't think we've ever done a like what were your top five things this year that you you got done that you're happy about or something like that. So that's true. Well, we and you had a yeah, I had a big one. Yeah, you did have a, a very big one. Um, yeah. But even like even littler things, I find that um, like you, what's the word I'm looking for? When you stop and look back, you're like, oh yeah, this was actually there was a lot that happened this year mm-hmm. um, in my own life, even though I've completely forgotten about it by now. Um, but that review process kind of, at least for me makes that notion of where did the year go suddenly you're like oh yeah now i remember where the year went um (laughs) and it well regardless of it's not really about the quantity of things but it's sometimes life has changed a great deal between the beginning of one year and the end of the next um Mm -hmm. like like you've had a major major change um, I've had, you know, some minor things, um, comparatively, um, like I'm not in a, com- living in a completely new location. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, at the beginning of this year, neither of us were vaccinated. Um, no, that's right. I was thinking about that. That was, that was pretty damn exciting. And yeah, absolutely. And if I were not vaccinated, I would not have gone on the trip that I just went on. We would not have seen each other in uh, Denver um, for 360i Dev. Um, so yeah, there's uh, it's it's been an eventful year. Even though sometimes in the moment you just think, "Where'd the time go?" And um, it went somewhere. That one, like there's no doubt it because you started in January and now mm-hmm. it's past then so the time went somewhere typically there's more that went on than you your brain can remember in any one moment so I like to do that retrospective um and it's it's kind of it's a little bit fun and um and then you can also kind of evaluate and say oh what could I do differently next year if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up. Um, and, uh, yeah, also it's nicer to do it like now before you're really in the midst of the holidays. Right. Because you tend to be either, well, if you're not visiting people, you're, you know, there's, there's stuff going on for the holidays. (laughs) Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, and also... (laughs) And also anything you do from Thanksgiving to the end of the year really should count for next year anyway. Um, that's <laughs> well, that's my opinion. That, yeah. I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, certainly, if you, in a business, you wouldn't schedule like your big review for the end of December. <laughs> and uh, we, um, 
when I worked at Smile, we used to do an annual review in February, which was kind of good, you know, sort of beginning of the year for us because, you know, otherwise, as you say, you want to do it, you know, early on before the holiday, what I call the top of the holiday roller coaster arrives. <laughs> and, and it's just a crazy, you know, few weeks, no matter what, even if you don't want to do the holidays, everybody else is doing the holidays. <laughs> right, exactly. I always feel like there should be like a separate entrance at the mall for people who just need to buy underwear or something, right? <laughs> like, why do we have to go in? You know, to the the madness that is like pre Christmas shopping, when we don't do that or whatever, we did ours already a long time ago. <laughs> so, so anyway, that's that's an idea that will not take off. But I do, I get a little bit indignant when I realize, like, oh right, because everybody else is going like you know, Chicken Little holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. Even though I am not, I am still affected by that. So it's different, though, now with COVID, <laughs> I have to say. With COVID and a lot more uh, delivery options. That's also. true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I haven't gone to the mall to buy underwear in a decade, at least, probably. That's, that's some old underwear. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, the other law I would like to enact when I'm president, besides the separate entrance for non, non-procrastinating Christmas shoppers, is uh, underwear companies can never discontinue a style. Or, you know, because that's the worst. Once you get, yeah. yeah, when you get that. That good fit, and then yeah. they, they don't then make it anymore? They don't make it anymore for women, especially with with foundation garments, as they are sometimes euphemistically referred to. Um, it takes forever to find the right bra. And I really do think that some legislators should take this up because it's costing productivity and health issues for women that... <laughs> That companies will discontinue something that they've took them so long to find the right one. So anyway, and it's I don't also, think. Oh, go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Say so I don't. I don't know if this is the content our listeners tune in for, but I'm just telling you, it's one of my pet peeves. I don't. I don't blame you. And it also, um, like, if I find a good pair of, sh- like, a nice pair of shoes or sneakers that I like. I will mm-hmm. often go back and just buy another pair mm-hmm. um, and just keep it because who knows if it'll be around the next time I need it. Yeah. So that's that's a potential way to, to hedge against under undergarment discontinuation um, <laughs> is to just get – once you find a good one, like immediately get an extra couple – um, but the other thing I was thinking is if they discontinue it, they could at least like let the pattern become available so that somebody else could make it. source the bras, I think. Exactly. That's a great idea. Exactly. Um, um, well, as a matter of fact, they're probably like, you probably could have more of a, a on-demand sort of thing where yeah. you just have your profile of the thing. Like, there's probably, there probably would be 
a way to to make that happen where mm-hmm. you get exactly what you want and it's never discontinued because you just have a lot of options. But that is uh, th- there we go. There's our 2022. We're going into the. <laughs> the um, I never thought I'd be going to the foundation garment business with Eugene, but apparently that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, there should be an app for that. You're right. Um. Anyway, uh, on that, how do we get to this? <laughs> um, uh, just talking about the holidays, and then I went yes. on a complete tangent about shopping. My other big right. shopping peeve, and and I was already peevish. Because I talked about health insurance, so believe me, I will, I will mention it in my next week's weekly to do that I did mine. But I'm not going to rant about it anymore on the show. All right, that sounds good, and um, it's all right. I I don't know if our listeners do, but I always enjoy our tangents. Um, <laughs> uh, if you enjoy our tangents or despise our tangents, please let us know. I think if you don't have anything else, uh, we'll wrap this up, Gene. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, let us know your thoughts on uh, on any of the topics. Uh, roller bags, getting things done, your review of the year. Um, what's your biggest accomplishment of the year? Um, or thoughts on foundation garments? We'll accept any and all of those. Um, you can contact us. Uh, well, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And, of course, you can always email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would also be great if you'd rate or review the podcast uh, to help new listeners find us, help us find new listeners. And then it always just makes us smile to hear from you and know what you're thinking. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. Some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you gotta do You'll think about them all In the Weekly Review The Weekly Review, yeah, the Weekly Review Sitting down, it's all coming The we-